welcome. Obviously, if you're just now joining, hello, happy Thursday. Welcome to the Tip Tap Podcast. I'm Carolyn, your host. And my co-host Jay is actually not going to be joining us this evening. So I do have a special guest host coming up to join us. Um, topic is pins. Why are we afraid to love? We did last week. Hello. Oh, hi. That was great. <laughs> are you? I'm doing great. Good. You look pretty. Yeah. Thank you. I'm still in my clothes. You still in what? Work clothes. You look cute like that going to work. I do. Girl, I'll be looking a mess going to work. But I work with children, so I feel like there's no need to look pretty. Second <laughs> like one, you can't even smile at a child. Right. Right. Okay, so hello again, everyone. I'm Carolyn, and we have a special guest joining us this evening, actually co-hosting tonight, the lovely Miss Stephanie. So I'm going to let Stephanie, because it's been a while since you've been on here. I know. So if you can, what'd you say? I'm shy. I might not know what to say. Girl, it's just dialogue. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, give us a little bit of background in terms of uh, location, um, age, occupation, if you feel comfortable with that, and uh, status, marital status, I guess. Mm. Hey, B. Um, my name's Stephanie. I am 34 years old. I live in Virginia, Northern Virginia, Fair Oaks area. Um, I am currently a clinical coordinator, so I schedule um, work with hospitals and providers to schedule surgeries for um, reconstruct, well, plastic surgery, but a lot of reconstructive um, patients, people that are going through breast cancer and stuff. Awesome. Oh, and I'm my uh, relationship status, single or complicated. <laughs> Subject to I'm change. Not, I feel like a lot of people have that complicated status now. It's not complicated. I'm single, like I said. Ooh. So Ooh. I'm, but that's why I love tomorrow. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let's get into it because I feel like if you watched last week, like that was a show and I really appreciate the men. Jay, my co-host, who's normally, he's not here, unfortunately, but the lovely Stephanie is stepping in and I had special guest Adrian up as well. So they really talked about why we're afraid to love from the male perspective. And I really feel like they dropped some gems. If you haven't had a chance to check that out, you need to go and check that out. You can, um, the link is on my story. It's on my page. Um, go check that out for sure because it was a treat. And I feel like I really learned a lot and got some insight. So I think the focus tonight is going to be why we're afraid to love um, mostly, obviously, from a free female perspective because we have females hosts here. So I'm definitely going to start out with the question. I'm going to get into my own personal, you know, ideology and things like that. But because my special guest Stephanie is here, I want to open the floor with her opinion on why do you think that we're afraid to love? I, like, I told you, I don't feel comfortable with this because I'm not afraid to love. I actually love my man right now. I'm afraid to tell him I'm, I love him. Oh, let's talk about that. I'm glad you said that. Being afraid to tell your man you love them. Okay, so I'll just jump right into my personal my personal story um, that kind of ties into why I think people can be afraid to love. So I have been dealing with this guy and I told him that I loved him and he wanted to know why, right? Like, I guess, what was it about him? Like, why did I feel that way or whatever? 
And you know, he was like, I'm not trying to minimize your feelings, but like, why do you love me? So I told him all the reasons why I felt like I loved him. And he was like, he felt overwhelmed by that. Why so now, ask me why I love you and then feel overwhelmed by the answer I give Right. So, okay, cool. Like you feel, people feel how they feel. There's nothing wrong with that. But how that ties into um, being afraid to love, because now, okay, from my perspective, if I tell someone, it, there is a level of vulnerability there that comes with letting someone know how you feel about them in that way, right? And so for me, it felt like rejection, one. And I remember last week, if you watched the show, um, Jay had talked about that, like, not being able to like we it, it makes us afraid of love when we're not be able to stand in that rejection like if we do love someone and they don't feel the same way back then you know that that's obviously you know it's a, it's a hurtful thing and because people don't feel comfortable standing in that rejection just accepting hey i love this person they don't love me you know it is what it is and i have to move on that's right hey hey though what'd you say love someone and they don't love you back I think um, my reason is that sometimes it's like you get those kind of responses. I don't even think that he was uncomfortable. It's like you're not ready to be loved. Mm -hmm. Say that. Right. And that's, you know what, obviously that's a good point too, but that's why we're having this conversation because what makes it, why are we afraid to love? Because love is a good thing. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Like I don't think that in any capacity love is a negative thing. However there's negative connotations that surround loving someone or putting yourself out there to love someone. So I want to take it back to last week, um, just some stuff that the men touched on. You know, I've already talked about afraid of rejection and standing in that. So now you're afraid to put yourself out there. And then Adrian had said that, you know, a lot of the fear of love comes from like putting someone in front of yourself, right? So when you love someone, it's not just about you. And so you can't live in that selfish nature that we tend to live in. Like our society, like Jay said, I don't know if you saw my story today, is a very selfish society in general. So we are constantly thinking about ourselves, what we can get out of things, like how, how are you coming into my life and benefiting me in whatever way. And that is all kind of like selfish, right? Yeah. And so to love someone means okay now i have to get out of this selfish mode of thinking about me 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 all the time and consider another person consider their feelings consider how my actions impact them um and things of that nature and that can be a scary thing but do you think that comes from like a loss of control in a sense i don't know because i just think it's so odd to me that like art like when I had to deal with people in our age bracket that still feel that way or are still holding on to hurt and resentment, it's like, why would you get involved with somebody if you have no intent to lo be loved and let somebody else? That's true. But you, as you know, everyone doesn't get involved with people. Yes. They're not for that end goal of love, right? Yeah. So I think a little bit of it is like, we're not, we are very selfish people. I also think it's, things that we are seeing like you know I'm sure we have seen like a high um divorce rate or people not like thugging it through in relationships nowadays it's very hard to see rare to see people that have like um outlasted their you know marriage and stuff like that so then you're not also not getting those 
discussions from your elders. So I think a lot of there's a whole lot of other things to think about when it comes to like why people don't want to are scared to love. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I feel like at the end of the day, and I've been putting a lot of thought into this, that it comes, it boils down to trust. Like, because when I think about like me personally, loving someone scares me, you know, and I've done it, and I think that it scares me because there is a level of trust that comes with that. It's like you're trusting this person with your heart, you know what I'm saying? And if they're not ready to love, if they're not ready to receive that, or if they don't feel the same way, there's all these type of situations that could happen that would, you know, cause you to feel upset or disappointed or, you know, unloved back. And then that, if you have issues like within yourself, like all of us have insecurities. So then, and the men talked about this a lot last week, those insecurities now are coming into play because you're already feeling a level of rejection because you opened up to someone and was vulnerable to someone and they are not on the same page as you for whatever reason. Um, there isn't enough medication to thug it through these days. Denise, that's what Denise said. What do you mean by that, Denise? Like there isn't enough medication to thug it through these. So Denise, are you saying like you're unwilling to fight through the ups and downs with someone in order to no. that you love well come, like calm down <laughs> that's probably what she means <laughs> off the back have fucking trauma they want to like put you through hell like immediately well that's i think that's part of it too Tra people's past trauma and a lot of people have past trauma that they're not dealing with and it impacts their relationships you know, as they move forward in life, as they move through life, and, and not necessarily in a good way. If you have trauma, which most of us do, and you're not addressing that for whatever reason, then yeah, I think that it's going to be difficult for you to be in a healthy relationship because those traumas are, you're carrying that, those traumas with you. And again, I will use myself as an example. I think I wholeheartedly know that I bring trauma from past relationships into anything new that I have. So I'm already coming into something a little bit guarded. Guarded and being afraid to love or doing things because I'm still not afraid to love. I will still put myself out there if it's someone that, you know, that I that I want to that, put myself out, that I choose to put myself out there for. From past relationships, though. What? Like, you got to start, I'm a start fresh for breeze type of person. Mm -hmm. And I get involved with, like, I'm coming in there fresh, not with what I used to do that. So trust me, there's no judgment. But mm -hmm. it was doing me a, it was not doing me any good coming into situate, like meeting people and even starting relationships with my past trauma. I am at the point right now is I give you the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. It's a new experience. It's a new person. Like, I have to be, like, very transparent and very clear nowadays because it is not fair to either one. Of, like, when I notice men are dealing with past trauma relationships or stuff that is triggering to them, I'm like, you know what? I don't think this is going to work for me. Thank you. Yeah. But I think men and women are different in that regard because I feel like men, they can have, a, like, a bad experience or traumatic experience that impacts, their like, their ability to let their walls down and love one or two times and then it's like extremely difficult yeah <laughs> like, like whereas we as women we can go through all kinds of trauma like negative relationships being cheated on whatever the case may be and we are still willing to open ourselves up 
you know what I'm saying, and be vulnerable again and again and again, where I feel like, and, and I said this again, this is from my own personal experiences with men like that I have been in relationships with and from men that, you know, I have guy friends who will say, um, is it love or is it commitment that people are afraid of more? Ooh. I think they're more afraid of commitment. Hold on. Let's pin that. That's a really good question. Um, I love that. That's a great question. What do you guys think? Put it in the chat. Dakota said, is it love or is it commitment that people are more afraid of? What do you think, Stephanie? I think it's commitment for sure. Why do you think it's commitment? I don't like, I don't know. I think it's definitely commitment. Do you think that men and women are equally scared of commitment? Or do you think that maybe on your on the person? Like, I think at one point I was scared of committing. But that now I realize that um, it was the people I was getting dealing with. I knew I didn't. That's not who I wanted to commit to. Yeah. But I think there's something to be said about that, because I feel like they are intertwined. Like, if you are, I think that you don't think that they have no connection at all. Mm -hmm. No, I think that, like, Lauren said something a while ago. You can love someone and then, like, being in love with them, I think that kind of, like, intertwines with mm -hmm. each other. Um, but, yeah, no, I don't think that they have. I think there's people that actually do love you and that have their own, like, commitment issues. And then they won't be involved, love you till the forever, and just aren't ready to commit. And that's a little bit of a little bit of respect for me because I'm like, at least you don't like have me get in a situation that you aren't 100% committed in. And I think sometimes like people do do that often because they don't, they love you so much. They don't want you to go anywhere, but they have not been ready to commit, weren't ready to commit when they committed to you. And that's when you have like the cheating or the stupid shit that people do. Yeah, I think that also stems trust issues, because I think that is a thing with me. I'm, I'm glad that you said that, because I feel like when I think about um, a couple of past relationships where I felt like that they loved me, or maybe they even told me that they loved me, but it was like they were one foot in, one foot out, like not willing to be completely committed to the relationship, or still wanting to date other people, or still wanting to, like, just not be fully committed, and, and like, I and that gives me trust issues again and that's something that stems my afraid to love you know because how i'm gonna i want to put myself out there and i care about you or whatever but at the same time you are one foot in one foot out one day you're showing me this thing the next day you're showing me that so there's this inconsistency which for me sends me like i cannot do the inconsistency at all and so because oh, What'd you say? They're showing you enough being inconsistent. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But that, but that's why it, it makes me afraid to love because you're being inconsistent and I don't really know where I stand. And so even if I pull myself out of the situation, which I will eventually do, it may take a long time, depending on how I care about the person. You know what I'm saying? Because like we have that tendency to want to, I'm not a person that gives up on people, especially someone that I know that I love, right? So, but at the same time, if someone's consistently showing you that they're going to be inconsistent and that they're not going to be able to commit to you or love you in the way that you need to be loved, you're going to have to make the decision to move on, right? Love yourself first. Put your, put, 
Listen, put yourself first. Respect yourself first. Love yourself first. I love a little, like, a little, I love some games just like the next person, but that's exactly where I would, like, put you at. Yeah, Lauren makes a good statement. I'm not afraid to love. I guess I'm afraid to be made a fool of again. I think that's everybody. Um, I, I think that's everybody, but I, I just think that as a woman, like, we are typically more willing to risk being made a fool again or risk getting our feelings hurt or whatever the case may be um, than men are uh, when it comes to love. You need to start, start giving up on these niggas, the inconsistency shows that they gave up on you. See, my little comments aren't popping through. I don't know what's wrong with my... You can't see the comments? Mm -hmm. Okay. I think my phone just needs to be updated or something. Uh uh okay well i'll read the good ones to you the ones that i like sometimes it's hard for me to try but lauren just simply said you need to start giving up on these niggas the inconsistency consistency shows that they gave up on you and that's all really good what that they gave up it's showing that that's exactly what the fuck they want like somebody that is going to be there no matter what on their time and their terms no absolutely not do you think that and that's obviously very selfish. Yes. So do you think if, if a man communicates that up front, if he says up front, hey, I like you, but I'm not ready to be in a relationship or I'm not ready to commit to you. Yes. If you choose to continue dealing with that person, that's nothing's wrong with that. Because mm -hmm. actually deal with them on your, your terms as well. I am real... God's will says, yes, you have to be on the man's game plan. Uh, what do you mean by that, sir? You have to be on the man's game plan. I'm curious. Would you care to expand on that? Because, yeah, I'm not really unsure. What's that mean? Yeah, like, when you, when you say you have to be on the man's game plan, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'll expand on that a little. He follows, you lead. Um, Hold on. You're saying you have to be on the man's game plan, but then you're saying he follows you lead. So that now I'm confused because if you're leading, then how is it his game plan? I'm confused. I don't know. Let me know if you want to hop up here and explain that in a little bit more detail. Because um, I don't know. Like, um, what? He follows you lead? Yeah. Oh, he said other way around. She follows. Yes, I think when you, if you're getting into a relationship or if you're in a relationship, I should say, yeah. But because we're not, not everybody's meant to be a leader. That, not like, you gotta find the client, like, you gotta find your right followers. That's all I would yeah, say. That's true. And I think that men feel like because there's a men that automatically they get to be in that position where we are supposed to just follow them. And I don't agree with that at all. I agree. But I do, like, I will. Great. I will say, not everyone is meant to. I'm not following. I'm not following you into the darkness. If you ain't never been a follow, like a leader, I sure the hell am not. Mm -mm. Not all men are meant to be leaders. Right. That's what I'm saying. So now you confuse me because you said I agree, but I'm not following into the darkness. So do you agree? What do you when you say I agree? What do you mean? I'm a big like men are leaders and you need to follow, but I'm not following a fool. That means not all of men, like, I'm not dealing with a man that is not good, a good leader. 
Okay, that makes sense. Like, but why I, would you? Like this person, you. I'm sure you can find someone that will follow you. You know, it's you got to find the right followers for you. That's the nicest way I can say that. <laughs> Regardless if you can find someone who is agreeing to follow you or not, you still yeah. might not be the type of person that needs to be leading someone. If you want someone to follow you through the inconsistency, I am sure there is someone out there. True. Okay. So, yes, uh, I am real God's will. That's when you're in a relationship and everything. But the topic for tonight's show is why are we afraid to love? So we're looking at it from that lens. And then the question that Dakota poses, you can see here that's still up, is it love or is it commitment that people are more afraid of? And so that's kind of what we're talking about. And, you know, I think from, you know, from a woman's perspective, I don't think that women are as afraid to love as men. I'm just going to put that out there. I don't. I think that um, women are much more open to love, even if they have been, you know, hurt or gone through something negative in the past or wasn't in healthy relationships or whatever. And I feel like we've all been there. All of us have been a part of something that wasn't healthy that has impacted us in, you know, a negative way. And whether or not we are bringing that into a new relationship or you don't necessarily have to bring it into the new relationship, but like it could be, tr you could be triggered by it. Um, um, ooh, Dakota with another good question. Yes, let's talk about accountability. Because Dakota says, is it the accountability that follows after declaring your love? I think that's the same thing as with commitment. Like, there's an accountability piece that I think a lot of people don't want to be held to. You know, in particularly men. Yes, I said it. Come for me if you want to. I'm ready for all this smoke. Because I hear a lot of men say, all day, every day, I am getting DMs. I am getting videos. I am getting all kinds of things from lots and lots of people, a lot of men, talking about the fact that women can't take accountability, right? And I do not agree with that at all. I think that women can take accountability. And I think that what holds men back a lot of times is the fact that they don't want to be held accountable when they're at a certain place in the relate or in a relationship, period. And so they're afraid to get in one because now you are going to have to be accountable. You can't move a certain way. You can't do the things that you was doing before. And if you're dealing with a woman who's strong and knows her worth, she is going to hold you accountable. And I think that, that makes a lot of men uncomfortable. What do you think? I think that's true. I also think that, like, um, it's back to, like, like, how well you know someone. You really don't know someone until you've lived with them or have had a baby with them or in, like, an actual relationship with them. And I think the part for a lot of men or people, actually, I don't want to just single men out, is people, it's like, once you're, like, in a relationship, like, a healthy or whatever, in a relationship, people get to know the real you, the good, the bad, the ugly, like, and I also think that has to do with stuff, too. Yeah, and that, but that comes down to that piece of being afraid to love. So if you're, if you are afraid to love in that sense, then is it because you don't want to be held accountable? Why are so many children out of wedlock? Uh, women and accountability don't go together. Okay, why are so many children out of wedlock? Why are so many children 
children out of wedlock, I'm trying to figure out what that has to do with what we're talking about. I'm so sorry. Do you understand that question? No. Why, so why are so many children out of, like, why are so many children out of wedlock? Because people are getting with people for the wrong reasons. I, I mean, and that's, that's like a broader picture. Like we talked about earlier, I've read an article recently about it, about our generation, and because now people can afford to, like, people don't commit, don't want to get in a relationship. Women now, like, can afford to take care of themselves and some. Like, it's almost easier to have, like, a baby with a, um, somebody that you have a great, shared agreement with. So, I don't know. That's a whole nother conversation, because that's a broad question. Some people are just having sex carefree. That's a bit, whole nother conversation. That is a whole nother conversation, but we know it's continuing to happen. Mm -hmm. So that's another piece of it. So is it be because people are either afraid to love or afraid of commitment? So they're keeping things at a very su surface level, but you're still being intimate with a person that you have no intentions of having right. anything serious with, which makes no sense to me because what if you do get pregnant now? It, it, it changes from that situation of I'm just having fun with somebody that I like to have fun with. Prior to having unprotected sex. Say that again? Like, what if someone, like, does get pregnant and they haven't had the uncomfortable conversations, like, do you want kids? If you were to get pregnant, would you keep it? Not keep it. What is the plan? And that's really, like, that's some serious shit, too. Like, I have conversations like that. But do you think that most people are having conversations like Absolutely that? Absolutely not. Right. That's what I'm saying. So that's why we see a lot of, you know, single parents out here. Because you're you're being in an intimate space with someone unprotected who you don't have, who you haven't, you're either not comfortable enough or you don't care to have a conversation about things like that. And then you look up and someone's pregnant and y'all got to deal with that. And y'all might not even like each other. You know, and now you have a, a child together. That's another conversation. Which makes absolutely no sense, whatever. But I think it ties into, like, why are we, why aren't we, why aren't we moving more in the direction of, I'm not dealing with anybody on that level that I'm not right. potentially going to be in something meaningful and serious with. That's, like, also, like, we are taught, like, sin. There's a lot of sin like with the music that we listen to the advertisement like i don't even mean to go on this like you presentation. share your thoughts it doesn't matter where we go with it we're talking we're having conversation that's why that's why we're not like me dating to that's why we are having sex or being very sexualized whether we are um whatever situation is it's because that's all we eat see all the time it's just perversion sex positive world that's true but we're all adults and we make our own decisions yeah. so i get it sex is everywhere sex sells whatever the case may be however we're all adults and we all make our own decisions i'm be honest i'm fucking then or not and i'm not i mean there's nothing wrong with that mm -hmm. i'm just saying why aren't we messing with people dealing with people having sex with people that being in that space with someone that it's a little bit more meaningful instead of just so casually, because I think that that also builds up that mistrust. Like, why are you, if you're continuing to like 
have casual sex, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you be comfortable getting into something serious? Because you're so used to this non-committal type of situation that you've been, or situations that you've been having. But what and happens, then, like, you are, like, dating non-committal or just being inconsistent, like, you actually catch feelings or some, one of the two catch feelings. Either I catch feelings or that part, the other person. Then, sorry, you went out. You are just like dating or casually sleeping with someone or casually dealing with somebody and then one of the two catches feelings. Yeah, I think that that can be difficult because now a conversation has to be had and what if you're not on the same page in terms of making things more serious? But that's the risk you take whenever you decide to be casual to, to be casually sleeping with someone. And everyone knows that risk is involved. <sighs> that that's true too, Lauren. Yeah, why are, are why ain't nobody on birth control wearing condoms? That's a whole nother topic in and of itself. <laughs> I keep it playing because I done learned my lesson, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but if I was like it being in a relationship and stuff like that, that's when, like, um, I'm going to have those conversations. Yeah. I just think you shouldn't be in those intimate spaces with anyone. And, and this is just my opinion, but I also have never been a casual sex person. So there's that. I'm not judging anyone who has casual sex. You're grown. Do what you want to do. I am just saying, in my opinion, I feel like, you shouldn't even be in those spaces with someone who you wouldn't potentially but be in serious with. I feel that. I 100% feel that. But say you are dealing with someone or sleeping with somebody that you don't 100%, you 100% know you want to be with, but that person might not feel the same way or their actions might be on that same goofy shit. That's true. So you are have every intent on being with this person. Whenever they say they are ready that I want to be with you, you're going to be there and they know this okay but they're out here you don't know what the fuck they're doing or who the fuck they're doing yeah. that is like some that is serious just as like scary as casually dealing with somebody yeah if not more because you yeah you know especially if you're not like using protection or stuff like that you don't know what the hell is going on That's at least if you are doing something casually you're in control we'll have some kind of control i hope I don't know. Well, at the end of the day, you don't have any control because a person can say they're doing one thing and be doing something else. So that's, I mean, at the end of the day, there's that, you know. Dakota says, I think that actually, what actually falls under the umbrella of accountability? Dakota, specifically, I'm sorry. Is it the part about not wearing, not having protection? I feel like that was the last <laughs> comment, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Me no mind. What, what actually that actually falls in the choices about sex? Okay, so be more specific. Like probably choices on like deciding to have sex with somebody. Let let alone like what's gonna be safe, not safe. Yeah. Oh, I accidentally got this person pregnant. You know, it, I think that it's very broad. I mean, I agree with that. Um. But, I mean, I feel like, also, you have to communicate, like, again, I don't know. Like, how much are we communicating with people that are just now dating, or how much are we communicating, like, 
I think that like to me when I'm dating and especially if I want to be with somebody I have to be very transparent of like you know I would like a a relationship I am a lover I don't want to get involved with you if there's like you got some blockers because I love first mm -hmm. until you give me a reason not to or like even after it's like I trust you before, until you give me a reason not to trust you yeah well, I don't but I don't I don't treat you like I don't trust you I don't I, I'm I'm just like in a space where I, I don't put anything past anyone so I'm not going to treat you like I don't trust you but I am going to have a little bit of a guard up and I'm not saying that's right at all um I'm just saying that's this what'd you say I said you should always have a guard up because I don't know if it's right or wrong either um you definitely should expect anything from anybody yeah I just feel like you can't you can't put anything past anyone so let's talk about so last week um Jay brought up the movie Love Jones and he was talking about all the gems that come from the movie Love Jones and we've all seen it if you haven't seen it I don't know you should watch it it's a good movie um but you know Adrian was kind of talking about the fact that despite every Everything that she did, like from a male's perspective, again, they were speaking from a man's perspective, she, you know, went and dealt with someone else. She dated his boy, you know, and, and he still, you know, at the end of the day, because he loved her, was willing to, like, look past that and fight for the relationship. And, like, I see a lot of comments from men um, on social media that say like, oh, I would never take a woman back for cheating. Like that's, you're, you're a simp if you do that. That's simp behavior. I don't necessarily think that's true. Yeah, we don't think it's true, but a lot of men I'm think a great man. Handsome, good job, everything. He not only like loves his partner so much, he is so in love with his family and she was going through something like they had been together for over five years and she was going through something and she did end up I think that she built a relationship while they were still together and broke up with him she slept with this dude was with this dude ended up having a baby got back with old dude and he's right he loves that child just like it he, it's his own and loves her just as much so why do you think that he took her back because of that, like he loves her, he let his family is so important. Mm -hmm. That's not a thing. That but we don't things be that he used to believe in, like you know, went out the window. Yeah. yeah. But again, I think that that's where ego comes in because we. I feel like very less likely to forgive than we are to for them. That is so true. Yes, hundred percent. Because it is an ego thing. I I I believe it's like an ego thing. I think it's an ego thing too. But what I'm trying to say is like, how is that? Do you think that if you don't, then you didn't love the person? Because I think we've all been cheated on, right? Have you been cheated on before in your relationship or no? I don't know. I never got caught on. So. Oh, okay. He didn't know. That, never mind. It's just me. Well, I've been cheated on. So, anyway, and I have been cheated on and taken 
you know, the cheater back multiple times. Not to say that's right or wrong or whatever, but I just feel like in my mind, and this is how my mind works, you can't, how can you say that you love someone? Truly love them. And then you are not able to forgive them when they do wrong. Right. When disappoint when they make bad choices, when they make bad decisions. And also it's a, a selfish thing. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, Jesus, I'm over here. I'm saved out here. <laughs> Jesus forgives us and we sin all the time. That's true, girl. You don't got to be afraid to talk about God on this show. Uh, we love God, we Christians. If you don't, so sorry for you. We're going to pray for you. But we love God. And yes, Jesus loves us and he forgives us of all our sin. And that's what it goes back to. Like, that true love, that real love, it you don't hold grudges when someone makes a mistake. Not to say you should stay in a relationship that talks. That easier said than done because I'm not sure. Like I would be as forgiven if someone cheated on me. Um, I just the idea of you sleeping with somebody else would just turn me off. Like I wouldn't even be able to sleep with you. So I don't know. For, do you think forever for a period of time? Forever. Okay. Is cheating a mistake? I mean, I think cheating is a decision, just like staying with a cheater is a decision, or just like leaving a cheater is a decision. It's a decision. I think with men, it is more a mistake because they just, they are active. Like, I don't know. I think they see something shiny and then they don't think it through. I think with us women, when we cheat, it's like deeper than us, like physically cheated. We pray emotionally cheated before we started physically cheating. Right. I'm sorry. I was trying to grab someone up here. Real love can overcome anything. What's up, Alex? I yeah. that. But real love ain't going to make you out here cheating because you're going to be thinking about me. Okay? That's true, too. Um, I agree with that statement. So I think it goes both ways. But again, there's the accountability piece. And I think that's what makes... I feel like... There are some men, and men, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not a man, so I'm. this is just my theory, but there are some men who really care about women, but because they don't want to be held accountable for their actions, or they are thinking about they may do something to disappoint or hurt the woman, that they just keep the relationship at a certain level. But then there are also men who say, oh, no. If a man really wants you, he's going to change. He's going to do whatever he needs to do. All of the things. What'd you say? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's what I said. What do you think? <laughs> I think I think love is a crazy thing. Do you think love is an action word? Do you think it's a choice? I think that's a broad question. Well, what do you think? Because I put this on my social media, and it's very funny. People will DM me all day long, but I put a question on my social media. How do you define love? I think love is a feeling. I think um, it also is a action on how you treat people, how you move about your life. I also think it's a choice on um, who you continue to love and who you deal with. Because you can, I've loved people that I knew I just wasn't going to be with. I 
you know, I think that that's a broad question. How you define love? I mean, I think, so how do you guys define love? Put it in the chat or if you want to hop up here and share, let me know. Cause I didn't get a whole lot of response with that question. And I'm wondering, cause typically I do get great responses when I post questions. I'm wondering, is it cause we don't know? We haven't thought about it. Like we can't, we feel like we can't really articulate how we define love. If he really wants you, he'll want to change on his own without you having to ask. Yeah, like I don't, I don't condone asking anyone to change or do what they're supposed to do when it comes to you. I mean, I might stay hoping that you do for a period of time, but I'm not going to ask because I agree with that. Like if you want to, you're going to do what you need to do if you feel like that's the person that you want to be with. And that is where I say it's a choice because if you're making a decision, like I shared last week, whenever I was asked, you know, what does love mean to me? It's a choice. You know, you're making a decision to pour into this person. You're making a decision to love and care about this person. And that's it. That If that's what you decide to do, then that's what you decide to do. It is a decision to do it because you don't have to love anyone but we love people for various reasons and that's not just like romantic love that's friends that's you know like co-workers if you love them or whatever it's like whoever you love you're choosing to do that in my opinion so i do believe that it's an action and i think that when you choose to love someone that you are going to have certain actions that support that decision meaning pouring into them, serving them, supporting them, encouraging them, being there for them. I like what Adrian said last week. Sometimes love is just showing up for a person. Yeah. And that's where my, that is really that's one of the biggest levels to it. What'd you say? I think there's different levels to love. Okay. So what do you mean by that? Because it, it could just be showing up sometimes it's like pouring into somebody i think you have to like love people differently everybody it's different relationships different type of love i, I agree with that i don't you don't you don't love everyone the same yeah. you know i don't i don't think that but love is love so i don't think oh you know if i love you as my friend and then i love this guy as my man i love you both what that looks like based on my actions might be a little different because how I'm going to show love with him is not necessarily going to be the way that I would show love with you as my platonic friend. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I would agree with that statement, but I think going back to what I, going back to the topic, why are we afraid to love? I think that dang, I totally lost my train of thought. Um, for a person yeah that's where i was going so last week adrian said something along the lines of sometimes love is just showing up for a person i think that is a big thing with me like i'm very fearful i'm not a person who needs a lot but like i've realized that i don't i think that love is showing up for a person and i am afraid that you won't show up for me i can't hear you if you're talking because you're like muted or something i muted. i had to talk to my i have to respond to some oh okay station and text me like is everything okay i'm like oh yeah sorry oh no 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 i thought you were talking 
saying, but I had to, I'm trying to respond. No, that's fine. I thought you were talking to us and you just like whatever. But no, anyway, yeah. So yeah, I think it can be scary in that type of situation to love when you don't know. Again, it's a trust thing for me. And I'm just speaking personally from my perspective. Why am I afraid to love? Because I think that there's an aspect of trust there. And if I don't trust that you're going to show up for me, then I am not going to be comfortable or feel safe to let my guard down and allow myself to love you in that way because of, I guess, fear of disappointment, fear of basically you not showing up or being there for me. And that's something that's extremely important to me in terms of how I receive love is feeling like I can depend on you, I can count on you. And if I cannot depend on you and I cannot count on you in the very rare instances that I need you for anything, then I'm not gonna like, it's gonna make me like, mm, no, cause I can't really, you're not really showing up really, really counts or I don't feel like you will, or I don't feel like you do. And so that also puts me in fear of allowing myself to let my guards guard down and be vulnerable with someone but i will say that has stemmed from disappointments in the past in other relationships so again there's that aspect of how much of our fear of love that are are we bringing into like new situations um you don't move like you're afraid to love are you afraid to love someone are you afraid of the aftermath of being loved is that directed at me personally, Lauren? Because, no, I don't move like I'm afraid to love. I mean, I, I'm. it scares me, but I will still do it because I'm just a lover. Like, I, I love people. I want to be in love. Um, so I don't think that... I, uh, which, okay. I said my phone might die. If it does, I'm going to plug it up. Oh, okay. I feel like you're very vulnerable when dealing with people. Yes. Okay. So that was directed to me personally. All right. So yeah, um, I am, I'll do it. Um, if I find like the right person or if I feel like this is a person I'm willing to put myself out there for, um, like recently. Um, but at the same time, it still scares me for all the reasons I just named. So, am I afraid of the aftermath of being loved? No, girl, I cannot wait to be in love because whoever I'm in love with and loves me back, they're going to get a real gem. They have no idea the type of love that I have and the type of person I'll be and how wonderful things I think would really be if I were to be loved properly the way I give love. And I just don't think I personally have experienced that. And so, that's a thing. But I'm not, I guess, that's a good point. I'm not necessarily afraid to love and I'm definitely not afraid of being in, in love with the person. Cause I feel like it, if we're at that point, then it's like, I, I can feel safe to know that they're going to show up for me. And I think that's my biggest thing with dealing with men. Like, I don't feel like you're going to show up for me because I've been disappointed in the past. And even when I deal with men and just dating, you know, just the dating that I've been doing, it's like, I'm not, I don't, I don't feel like you would show up for me. 
And so then I keep myself at a certain distance and eventually I'll just let a dude know, like, I don't think this is going to work because... Do you allow... What, what'd you say? Do you allow them to, like, show up? I allow what? Have you allowed them to show up? Like, giving them an opportunity to pull up when you need to... I mean, them? I mean, yeah... Mm -hmm. I guess yes and no, maybe. Like I said, I'm not, like, really a person who needs a lot, and I don't ask for anything. So, and maybe that's on me. You know what I'm saying? Because you should ask for what you want, and the person that you're dealing with should be um, clear on how you feel like you need them to show up for you, what that looks like, right? And so maybe I'm not adequately communicating that, and so therefore... I'm not feeling like I'm getting that back with people who I am spending time with or whatever. Um, at the same time, it's like, okay, I feel like I, I do communicate. This is how I am. I, th I feel like I do have these questions, but maybe it goes back to that communication piece, which we always end up coming back to whenever we have conversations about any issues in dating and relationships. Like how important is that communication piece? Because if I'm not communicating to whoever I'm dating, this is what, you know, me feeling like you're showing up for me looks like, then is it really fair for me to say, well, you're not, you're not showing up for me, so I don't think this is going to work, or I don't feel like you're showing up for me. Does that make sense? All right, I'm going to head out before my phone. Guys. Bye. Thank you, Bye. Thank you for joining. Bye. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And now we're down to one. Just little old me. Let's see who wants to come up here and chat. Anyone? Anyone want to come up here and chat with me? If not, we're going to end the show early. Oh, my goodness. This might be an early show. Why are we afraid to love? Anybody want to share their thoughts? Oh, why are we afraid to love? I really think we should shift focus. Like, what can we do about our fear to, I can't, but I-L-Y. What does I-L-Y mean? I volunteer Selena. <laughs> Ginger, I volunteer you. You ain't never been on here. Why don't you hop on here and talk with me? Miss Ma'am. Talking about our volunteer Selena. How do we get past that? If 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 you're someone who is <laughs> not you hitting the decline button, Ginger, man, I don't appreciate that. I feel like that's that's you know like you sending me the voicemail when I call you. <laughs> you don't look. You don't. First of all, you don't never look crazy. Oh my god. And ain't nobody on here. It's like four people on here. It's okay. It's really not that serious. Anyway, okay, well, then you can just communicate in the chat then. Like, what? How can we get past being afraid to love? Dakota actually put some really good comments on chat. Like, first comment, he, question he made was, is it our fear of love or is it our fear of commitment? Oh, I love you. Oh, Lauren. <laughs> Did I just date myself with that? <laughs> I love you too, Lauren. Okay, I guess I'm old because I really didn't know what I-L-Y meant. That's sad. Anyway, um, 
maybe lose my train of thought. Uh, do we think that the fear of love is really a fear of commitment? That was a question that was posed earlier. And then he followed that with, or is it the accountability that follows after declaring your love? I'm wondering what accountability that is. Like if you declare your love for someone, I think that you're completely okay with being accountable because you are just saying that you choose this person. You choose to love this person no matter what that looks like. That could, you know, it good, bad, ugly, whatever the case may be, you're making a decision to be in it with that person, in my opinion. So I don't think it's that, but I think that some people might not want to be held accountable, you know, or they might not want to be committed. Um, and I think commitment and accountability are kind of tied together because I think that with the commitment, comes the accountability and if you don't want to be held accountable for your actions and how they impact someone else then that might keep you at bay in terms of being fully committed to someone i don't know what do y'all think no one selena what do you think are you out and about i think you can have a fear of one without the fear of the other Okay, so you can have a fear of what without the fear of what? Can you be more specific? Because I don't know if we're talking about love, commitment, or accountability. Or are we talking about all three? What do we think? I'm going to wait for you to respond. I think some people are afraid that if someone sees the real them, they won't be lovable anymore. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I was, you know, dealing with a guy who said, you haven't even seen, that I told that I loved, and one of his responses was, you haven't seen the ugly part of me or something to that effect. Um, And I, I thought that was interesting, but at the same time, I didn't really, to me, it didn't matter because in my opinion, me loving you is a decision that I made and it's a choice. And so I'm not someone who's going to half love anyone. So if I love you, I love you. And that does mean the good, the bad, and the ugly, because I am choosing to, you know, not ignore that, but love you anyway, because we all have our ugly side. We all have done things that we're not proud of. We all have, you know, issues that we're dealing with, insecurities that we're dealing with that, you know, that haunt us or that, you know, that we struggle with. And so when you love someone, I think you're making a decision to say, you know, despite the fact that there's this, 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 this about you that, you know, I don't like or that you don't even like about yourself that you struggle with, that's not pretty that I still love you. I still want to be here for you. I still want to be in this with you, you know? And I think that that's what real love is. I think 
That's why I like when people get married and they have those vows and it says for better, for worse, rich or poor, all those things. And I honestly think a lot of people don't hold true to that. You know, take the good with the bad. No one's perfect. Right. Like no one is perfect. So there's, it's not going to be all rainbows and stuff like in the movies. Like you are going to go through things. And I mean, that is one part about the movie Love Jones that I actually do like is that they did go through different things. There was a time like over the course of time they were you know apart back together whatever they went through ups and downs like you know she was i feel like she was super out of pocket because what like going out with his best friend or one of his good friends that was out of pocket for both of them but even with that um they were over able to overcome it i don't know how realistic that is for a woman to like actually date your one of your good friends and for a dude to take her back after that i don't know maybe some of the men could comment but i think it's i think it's a tough situation i don't even know if it's realistic for a woman i don't know if if i was dealing with someone and then we stopped dealing with each other and they start dealing with one of my friends like i don't know if i could take them back after that oh no it would be tough but the fact that they were able to do it in the movie I think says a lot because again that's like one of those ugly periods where they were like not oh finally i got somebody up here with me hold on bring adrian up hi <laughs> what up man what's going on listen to you talk about this love thing again what yeah I'm, you know, I'm open. Last week, I was a little stuck. We had, I didn't even tell people I had a full-fledged panic attack right before the show last week, which is why I was a little quieter than what I normally am. I was more quiet. Quieter is not a word. I was more quiet than what I typically am on the show last week. I had, I was so nervous to talk about this topic um, because my intention was to be like very transparent and share from my perspective. And then right before the show, I had a full-fledged panic attack so i was very quiet noticeably quiet on the show but that was great because the men y'all held it down last week so yes just talking about you know love jones like how realistic is it do you think that a man would take a woman back after all the things that they went through in the movie it's possible um it is very possible i've learned now true love you can't overcome a lot of shit mm -hmm. you can't uh, it'd be tough. It'd be tough conversations um, to overcome, but it can. I know a particular couple, um, they was married. The woman stepped out, um, left for a year, and it was a tough year for the family, and the man still loved her. Ended up taking her back, and they're still together now, and they worked through some things. So love, yes, can overconquer a lot of things, real love. But that's going to be that true, like, I love you for real. For real. not that no instagram take pictures here i'm talking about that real love like when shit gets ugly i'm gonna pull you in i'm gonna pull you pull us through this so it's quite possible it'll be a tough one but it's gonna test you yeah actually i i have um i know someone who went through that too they were married they went through a, like a separation they both were dealing with other people during that time for like a year and then they ended up getting back together and now you know they seem stronger than ever so I think that's true. I think this idea of like marriage and commitment is so very diluted by social media. 
Um, it's made to look wonderful. Like you said, you see the trips and you know what I'm saying? Like all the fun stuff and they look so cute and they're doing the couple stuff on social media and it's like, oh, I want that. But like love really is about like being in the trenches. You know what I'm saying? It is. It, it, if it is true love and it's mutual, you can work through anything. Yes. I agree. So, I mean, it is. I agree with whatsoever. But it, again, that comes with a choice. I'm choosing to love you. I'm choosing to be in it with you. I'm choosing to stand beside you through this. You know what I'm saying? And together as a unit, we're going to get past it. And I think what happens a lot of times is a lot of couples end up breaking up or divorcing because they are not like do you think that it's not true love whenever they decide to part ways based on you know something that's happened in the relationship do you feel like well if that's the case then the love wasn't really what what it what you thought it was to begin with well it's a tough question for me right now um i'm sorry nah it's, it's true it's true love sometimes I, I think i said it in the last one you can honestly love somebody and you're not supposed to be with that person I've learned that. Like, you can honestly truly love that person. And sometimes that person may not be person you end up with or should be with. It can, it can be damaging to yourself. Uh, so, yeah, if it doesn't work, doesn't mean you didn't love them. If it didn't work out, doesn't mean you didn't love them. It just means that, hey, y'all two may have not been a good fit for each other, even though the love was there. It should overpower or conquer some things, but it just wasn't meant to be. Um, there are certain things that you just couldn't get past. So I believe you can still love somebody and not be with them. Uh, Selena had a very good comment, which I pinned. Excusing BS because one party truly loves the other will always end in tragedy because the party that isn't truly in love won't ever match respect. Ooh, a word. <laughs> if I had a drink, I would take one to that, Selena, but I don't have Yeah, listen, Selena, you hit, the, you hit me on that one because I'm I, that guy I, right I, now. I got water. And, and you know what? And that's And that's so true, though. And, and not necessarily in a malicious type of way, but it's like, you're not, you're, if you're not willing to like dig deep within yourself, you know what I'm saying? And understand the nature of like, this is what we going through and I'm in it no matter what, then yeah, that other person who doesn't really love the other person, it's like, you don't, it's, it's almost like you, like, yeah, there's a lack of respect for what it takes to be in that situation and to really want to move forward past it. And Lauren says, even if it's not true love, you can choose to commit through anything anyway. A lot of people stay in loveless marriages because they don't believe in divorce. Good point. Good point. Yeah, I'm, I'm love thing. So, yeah, yeah. So then I think if Lauren, like, based on what Lauren said, then commitment, there's commitment and love can be kind of like a little bit separate is that where you were saying earlier lauren where you were saying you can you know they're not necessarily tied together because you can commit and that's true so mean i'm on commit to my way i already told carolyn what'd you say I'm, oh I'm, i know i told him i've been said come to dc so look so you know i let i let her watch the previous podcast yeah you gotta explain because everybody don't know what's going on. So Adrian's going to talk to us about what's going on. Give, give, like, a, a, quick, give a quick rundown. Man, then, that's a lot to give a little rundown to. All right, quick rundown. Um, we'll so talk I'm, about it however you want to talk. We have time. I was dealing with, let me see in this room. I was dealing with somebody, um, been in my life for quite some time. Um, I finally became, both came single at the same time. We're looking like, hey, it's finally our season to be together. 
um, it didn't manifest that way like I thought it would. And here a year later, and still afraid of commitment. And she's never had a good male figure in her life that showed her that love is possible by any man. She's always dealt with seeing men and her father, grandfather, uncle never did a woman right. So her mind, no man could ever do a woman right, no matter what I showed her. So her fear overcame us. So I let her watch the previous podcast and she was in tears. She's like, I'm hurting you. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, I hurt you. Like, I know you're hurting because I can't commit and you're sitting here trying to fight for me and fight for us and I won't go 100% in. And you're sitting here holding still for me and she ended up leaving. She's like, I don't want to put you through that. So she gave me a hug. She, she cried and she left and we're probably not going to talk for quite some seasons now and I have to deal with that. But it expo I knew when we I knew when I did the podcast, I was talking personal experience. I knew sometimes fear can overcome people, and her fear pushed us into this dark place. And now I got to deal with it. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, and I understand that, and it, I understand your position um, because I feel like I'm going through that, that same thing. I think the reason why, you know, I haven't, like, someone feels overwhelmed and I haven't really heard from them, I think they just feel like I would rather just ghost or not ghost, but technically ghost, just step away from the situation rather than, you know, hurt the person or continue to, you know, be around while this person is like, you know, showing that they want something that I don't necessarily want or I'm not necessarily ready for, you know? And so I feel like it, in one regard, I can respect it because, you know, like it, it hurts but like in one in one aspect I can respect moving that way if you know that you're just going to continue to hurt a person because you're not you know in that space where you need to be you know what I'm saying but at the same time I have gone through periods of anger because it's like why, why aren't you you know what I'm saying like why won't you fight like why won't you try you know what I'm saying? Like feeling like, are you really even trying here? And and if you and and if you're not, then you can't help but feel that rejection piece. You know what I'm saying? Like, True. why won't you try like I'm trying? Why won't you fight like I'm fighting? Why don't you care like I care? You know what I'm saying? So I understand that that perspective. All right, we got some comments. I want to give attention to. Um, you got to give her the space to heal. It'll come back when and if it's supposed to, but she has to find the capacity to love you the way that you need if that's to happen. True. That's so true. Has she gone to therapy address her issues with love? Good question. She, yes, she has a certain type of therapy yet, but yeah, she's been to therapy. Mm -hmm. She's going through therapy. Currently in therapy? Yes. Oh, okay. So she's taking steps to kind of like address her issues which is a good sign now here's the thing do you think and, and and i don't know if this is true for men but with women i feel like and i i feel, I feel like most of the women will agree when it comes to men that you're dealing with they always circle back at some point they always circle back at some point so do you feel like first of all do you feel like that, that's true for women like, like do you feel like women circle back because y'all have y'all she was a circle back I, I do feel women circle back. Um, okay. The minute 
what I, people found out uh, early on when I got divorced a couple years back. It's like, man, listen, my text messages, DMs went crazy. I'm looking like, so women do circle back. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's real, if it's because I think sometimes you meet people the wrong season. You might have been young. Like, for you, I know a couple of guys, I felt like, hey, they should be still be with you. And you circle back around to see if this could be there. Mm-hmm. So I do do feel people do circle back. And sometimes people do change and be, be right for you. Sometimes they don't. So but I do believe people do circle back. So do you, how do you, if you've been in the instance where people circle back, like, how do you feel like, because I know me, when they circle back, I don't even feel the same a lot of times. Not to say I don't love them, not to say I don't care, but like, I don't, it's not the same because now I don't trust you. I don't, you, you're circling back and you're telling me you want to, and I'll use my 13 year ex as an example because we circled back like 18,000 times in over the course <laughs> of 30, right? But, but every single time I let him come back into my life, I did so never feeling like he was going to do the right thing. I, I, I felt like it was, a, it was only a matter of time before he did some dumb shit and it was. So maybe I even manifested that by thinking that way. You know what I'm saying? Like now that I, yeah, I'm totally out of it and I can talk about it, you know, without getting in my feelings or emotional or anything at all, because I just, I, I didn't really trust, but because I loved him um, and I wanted it to work, I, you know, allowed him to come back or circle back and, t- and continue to try it again, but never really trusting. And, and I think now that I'm older, I'm even, I'm worse. Like, circling back like i'm i'm like uh because i'm always going to remember how you moved before when i loved you and i told you that i loved you and that i was showing you that i loved you and i was doing everything under the sun to convince you to show you how much i loved you and you wasn't with that you know what i'm saying so now you want to come back and you want me to believe that you're you're ready to be back now it's hard it's different you know what i'm saying like it would be difficult for me a man can circle back and not want nothing, but if a woman comes back, she actually wants to try again. Usually, how do you feel about that? Men just I believe want, that's true in long term. Men just be bored. I, <laughs> I was. I, so listen. So that's that's and I. If we speaking truth on this, that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. And I found myself during this season of like by myself. Mm-hmm. I made some calls, some people. They wanted some dates. I'm looking like, damn, this person really liked me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I knew I was in no position because I knew where. My heart was at. I knew I was dealing with a breakup. I knew I was by myself. Mm-hmm. And I circled back to some people and I like, I mean, like, oh, she she likes me. I'm like, hey man, Adrian, you better than this. Don't be no fuck boy. Yeah. And I and I had to step back from her. I'm like, I knew in my season, like, I knew where my heart was at. So yes, man, we'll double back if we're bored. Hopefully, at my age now I realize I'm not gonna do that to nobody. I don't want that energy back on me. Right. So so I stepped I stepped back from her. And she was a good person, but I'm like, you deserve better than me right now, this stage of me. I just I was bored. You had to hit a text back. Sure, let's go get drinks. Luda, I know you were looking at it as, oh, shit, it's a second chance for it. I'm looking at it like, hold on. I was bored. I was cool. We have a good conversation. And I didn't realize that, oh, no, I can't do that to you. So, yes, man, we'll double back. Uh, But I do believe women come back, I know it's real. Like, I know you truly want something. Like, you really do love me. Or you do think a potential of us being happy is there. Yeah. But you know what? I can really respect that about you to recognize I'm just doing it for the wrong reasons, and so I'm not going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that accountability piece. Because, like, even dealing with – and, yeah, I've been in situations where, you know, 
I had, I've lost my mind behind this African guy that I was dealing with for years. And yeah, lost my mind. Like, we'll talk about that. <laughs> and, but the thing about it is, when we started dealing with each other, he told me up front, I am not in a position to commit. Okay. Now, when I hear something like that, I'm not in my mind thinking, I'm going to get you to commit because I'm going to put it on you and then you commit or whatever. I think men think that women think that we can somehow convince you to commit. My whole thought process was, I'm just going to be me and, and do move how I move because that's me. And hopefully, yeah, he will see that this is where he should be or whatever. And it didn't work out like that. And because he wasn't doing what I felt like he should be doing, I was moving crazy. And by moving crazy, I don't mean like, like sleeping with other people or whatever. I just meant like throwing fits and acting up, like pulling up, doing all kinds of crazy shit. That's so very uncharacteristic of me. And I'm quite ashamed of now. But I still felt like he had some level of accountability with that. Because he could have recognized this girl really does care and she wants something that I cannot give her. I don't want to give it to her. I cannot give it to her. I am not going to give it to her, whatever. And he could have said, you know what? I'm not going to indulge in that. I'm not going to be that because anytime I spend time with her, anytime I sleep with her, anytime we, you know, go to dinner or hang out, in her mind, she's going to read that as maybe we're moving in a direction that she's looking to move. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to be selfish and do it because I can. And I appreciate that you're not like that because I felt, and that's where I felt like there was accountability piece for him in that regard because, like, you knew how I felt and, yeah, I allowed you to, but I did it for love. Why are you doing it? Because you can, which is selfish and wrong, in my opinion. That's like me as a woman. I know because I'm attractive and men want to deal with me in whatever capacity whether they just want to sleep with me or not and then me taking advantage of that and like letting them fly me here buy me this buy me that whatever whatever knowing that i really don't want them and not to say that i haven't done that on occasion before in the past but doing that feeling like i'm wrong for doing that because i know like especially if i felt like this is somebody that really likes me. You know what I'm saying? Or this is someone that really cares about me. You know, if it's just somebody that's just want to sleep with me, then okay, it is what it is. But men still have a problem with that. That's another subject though. But like, if I know, hey, this guy's showing genuine interest in me. He's really showing me that he really cares about me as a person. He's not trying to sleep with me. And he's doing, like laying out all of the things, doing all of the tricks to show me basically how I was doing with the dude that I was in love with. And, like, I know that, and I'm still continuing to allow him to spend his money, allow him to spend his time, allow him to entertain me or whatever the case may be, knowing that it's not going nowhere, that's right, that's wrong. And I have to take accountability for that. I should not do that as a woman. Nobody wants to do that, though. Nobody wants to do self-evaluation and hold himself accountable. It's just the way we built. We're not going to do that sometimes. But maturity, growth, and really knowing yourself will help us get to that point. And it's good that you can get to that point though where you can self-evaluate yourself. I'm wrong. But most people are not going to do that. It is not. Okay, wait. I got to read what Lauren says. My friends be reading me to feel sometimes. They do it in the nicest way. 
Laura, <laughs> hey, Loki, I've been reading Laura's stuff, and she's really checking oh, you. It's really hilarious. She does it all the time. My sister does, too. It's okay, because they know at the end of the day, I'm going to do what I want to do, but that's why I'm sitting up here complaining about shit now. But don't judge me. Anyway, <laughs> so Laura said, by the end of the day, that's still thinking you can change him. You're just not vocalizing it and hoping that being the woman you are will move him to do better. Like, yes, why not? Because how can you not, like, ugh? Anyway, because... What other reason is there to stay around someone who is telling you they don't want what you want? I don't know. When I read something like that, it pisses me off that I actually have done it. Sometimes reading it helps you get through it, though. You just read it out loud knowing that pisses you off. It, it does. It pisses me. It, it makes me angry with myself because it's like, she's right. But yet, I have done it, and not with just one guy. I've done it with a couple of guys. But... I love them and so I wanted it to work and like me I, I'm not I'm not a giver upper of anything I don't like to quit I don't <laughs> <laughs> so let's screen about that I got a question then how many men have you honestly think you love like really love um that's easy um hmm, hmm. you guys say their names four no, because they, they be watching this shit. They know who they are. So you, four. You, you can say you truly love four guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. Damn, I, truly, I can't What'd you say? I truly love four men in my life. I can only say two people. Mm-hmm. God damn. Why, why is four a lot? Four is... I don't know. I, I don't know. Four, I mean, like... That run through the fire love for maybe a lot. What was the difference in the treatment between the four? The one with my first love was my 13 year ex. So we were together for like a long time and I was just young and stupid. Well, I'm still kind of stupid in a lot of ways, but I was young. That's my excuse. You know, and then, you know, after that, it was just some different people. The difference was, I think. My first relationship with that, that guy I loved, it was just like my first serious grown-up adult relationship. And I, not that run through the fire. I'm dramatic, Selena. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm dramatic. It, it, it is. So we were both young, and he really wasn't ready to be committal. But that's all I knew. Like, I didn't know, like, anything else outside of commitment. Like, when I was my very first boyfriend... I started dating in high school. I mean, and that's young. It doesn't count. And we lasted like three and a half years through my freshman year of college. But like, I've always been that loyal person. So like, if, if I love you and I'm loyal to you, that's all I know. And whether you, and like, you loving me back, which in that situation, he did love me back. But like, after that, when I got into the relationship with my 13 year ex, I think that he loved me. I just think that he didn't know how to love in the way that I needed to be loved. And he had a lot of issues. We both did. And we were young. Um, then the next person that I loved, I fucked that up. There's some accountability for you. Since men say women don't take accountability, I fucked that up. I did. I fucked that up. He was in love with me. He told me that I panicked because I, for one, like, I, and I did love him. And, but it was just like, I didn't trust it. And I don't, I don't know why I fucked that up. The third one was the African, like, like, I loved his, I loved his dirty draws. 
we got to talk about that one. <laughs> we're talking about that on a private. We, we'll, we'll go back to that one. You've never heard me talk about him. That's all I want to ask the question about that, but that'd be off the oh, air. Don't worry about it. Okay. And then the last one that I love. Not my people's? What'd you say? Never mind. We're talking. No, I, I, I realize. No, I care. I care from him deeply. I mean, but when I think about, because I wasn't willing to fight, but it's where I where I was in life. You know what I'm saying? Like I know me. If I'm willing to fight for you, then that that's how I know. Like I I wasn't absolutely. I never was really willing to fight for that situation because I just felt like it wasn't what what I really needed for whatever reason. Like he's a great dude. I'm not bashing him or anything like that. I'm just saying like. I just never saw, like, truly saw the life that I wanted with him. And so, therefore, whenever we fell apart both times, I didn't, I really never, like, fought for it. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa, though. You would sit up here and say, oh, y'all love each other so much. He loved you to death. He wasn't really to fight for me. He basically ghosted the second time around. So, hey, hey, like, hey, 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 hey. And it's okay. I'm not I'm not mad about it. I'm just saying like that's if you're not willing to fight through tough times with someone, you don't really actually I don't think that you love them like that. You know what I'm saying? Not like that. Um not the run through the fire love. Yes, the run through the fire love. Selena, you know all about it, girl. Most of them should have been dropped before you even got to the love, Lauren. Leave me alone, Lauren. But you're right. You are right. Women be loyal for staying cold in the fridge. I don't even know what that means, but okay. What does fighting for love look like for a woman? Fighting for love looks like, you know, like just staying down for someone, even when it's hard, even when they are dealing with their own issues that are being projected onto you. I mean, or me, you probably shouldn't fight for love for somebody you're not even in a relationship with unless you're Carolyn Alexander, and then you will do that dumbass shit, because I've done that before. Like I like I said, the African. I tried so hard. I hung on so long for that shit, and we were never even really in a relationship. It was just like a very long-term situationship. Like, so there's that. <laughs> what age was African? Do who? Huh? What? What? What age level was this African situation show? Um, thirty-six to like thirty-eight, something like that. Okay, not it was when I, okay, okay. It was when I moved to DC. It was okay. it really started the the year before I moved to DC okay. when my sister was moved up here, and then it went went on for like three years. But yeah, what does fighting for look like from a, for a woman? I think fighting fighting for someone looks like for a woman is just staying down, staying loyal, being willing to support, encourage, um, you know, like be there for a person despite like. And, and I'll go back again to my my thirteen year ex, just like. There was just so many issues in that relationship that I can't even begin to get into. But I was loyal and I was doing everything I could to kind of encourage support. And I would forgive him when he was doing moving incorrectly um, a lot of the times. So I, I wanted it to work. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't like, 
I don't think maybe I should stay in situations that are not serving me or whatever, but because I love a person, then I want to try to work it out because I don't want to give up on a person. And it's not like, I hear people say, oh, they're not showing you whatever, whatever. They're not being consistent with what they show you that you should leave. Well, it's easier said than done. And like, I would challenge those people to say, well, you, I don't know if you understand what real love is because when I really love someone, I'm not trying to give up on that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how I am. I'm not saying it's right. It may be stupid. It may be naive. It's caused me a lot of heartache and sleepless nights. But at the same time, I mean, if I love you, I love you. And that's some, it's hard for me to just let that go once I get to that point. I mean, whether you deserve it or not. I've learned that fighting for love means working on myself so that I'm the partner my man needs. That's good. That too. That is great, Selena. I mean, Selena's married, so you know she's yep. she's ahead of the curve right now with us. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think Yo, that Lauren just Lauren, I love you. You should be fighting for people who love you with you. That is so true. I think sometimes we skip past that. Yeah, we're fighting for people who never loved us back in the first place. Yeah, uh, the they could say it, but I, I think I posted that couple probably about a month ago. I'm I'm big on action now. Your, your words can say one thing, but if your actions don't line up, you didn't love me. And I have to really, you have to really look at that. Like, they can say all the things they want to say to you, but if their actions are not fighting with you, if they're not showing you love, they're not dedicating it like you're dedicated to the situation, they didn't love you. And you're yeah. fighting somebody who never loved you. And you sitting there wasting, I'm I'm probably wasting a year of my life. But just because someone doesn't love you doesn't mean that you don't love them. Sure. Like, you, I mean, if you, like, I don't, I don't see that kind of, like, that correlation. Because you can absolutely love someone who doesn't love you. And that's just how I feel. Lauren, yes, I've been there. I've actually had that conversation about playing someone one for one for the heart. Carolyn, I think if you focus on yourself and your healing, then you'll find that you don't need to fight for love. Um, yeah, I think that I'm doing that. I'm not I'm not trying to fight for love anymore. I'm just trying to focus on myself, but I'm just saying I have fought for love before. But I was fighting by myself and I had to eventually let it go. But it just always took me a long time, much longer than you know, it probably should have because I didn't want to let go. But I think that as I get a little bit older, um, I'm realizing that, yeah, you're right. Like, you shouldn't necessarily fight. You can, you can love someone from a distance. You know what I'm saying? You can love them. You can want them to be okay. You can want them to be happy. You can want them to, you know, have an amazing life and have peace and joy and love and all the things that, you know, you would want for someone that you love without being in that with them or trying to be in that with them. You can just say, I love you. What What does Darlene always say? Bless and release. You know? <laughs> Darlene, like, I, I love that saying, bless and release. You know what I'm saying? God bless you. I love you, but I'm going to release you to go do what you do because you're not, you're not in it with me. So there's no need for me to continue to fight you know what i'm saying i think about like like when i was at uk i left uk because i felt like 
they didn't really care if I stayed or went. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's where my relationship was at at the time with the staff. Like if anybody doesn't know, I went to University of Kentucky and after two years I transferred. And that was mostly tied to feeling like I had been given up on. I was a young woman. I was 19 years old, going through a lot. And I felt like that they didn't care about me as a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I didn't want to, I didn't want to fight anymore. And so like, I didn't want to fight for that. I didn't want to say it was just like, not that I can go somewhere else where I am being more appreciated or feeling like I am genuinely cared for. And I had no problem doing that. But when it comes to my relationships with men, I think that's a little bit different. Yeah, because do you truly love someone if them telling you what they need want makes you mad because it's not the same as what you need, you want need? I don't think that, I mean, is that a question just in general or are you directing that directly at me? Because I don't think anger, I don't get mad when someone doesn't want what I need or, or they don't, what they need or want is not the same as what I need or want. That doesn't make me mad. What makes me mad, oh, okay. Do you feel like you truly love someone when they get, when you get mad? Like, I don't, I mean, I think that you can love someone even if, like, the fact that they're not on the same page with you bothers you, disappoints you, makes you angry or whatever the case may be. They feel how they feel. It's like if they're continuing to deal with you on a certain level in a certain way and then saying one thing and doing another or sometimes showing one thing, sometimes showing something else, I think me personally, that's where my anger comes in because now it feels like you're playing with me. You can tell me you don't want this all day long or whatever, but if you are continuing to deal with me, not saying I'm not unaccountable because I am allowing it, so there's that piece that I have, but if you're continuing to deal with someone knowing that, then you have, you as a person have a responsibility and accountability piece too. That's how I feel. Selena, would you like to co-host? Uh, co-host? Oh, no, it's 30, baby. We got to, it's time to go. I appreciate the dialogue. Gotta love my friends for coming in here, giving me the business like they do offline as well. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in tonight. Um, and just to wrap it up, you know, again, going back to loving yourself, understanding your worth, understanding your value, and focusing on, <laughs> not this week, Focusing on um, 